you're a personal trainer, fitness instructor, or even if you own your own gym or boot camp, this podcast is for you. My name's Lester Kitchen, and I can help you generate more leads, make more money, and attract loyal clients who you love to work with. No more worrying about cancellations, no more nightmare clients you hate training, and no more fear and anxiety about money or your business. Better marketing is the way to solve your problem and the Leicester Kitchen podcast is here to provide you with the marketing tools, strategies and guidance you desperately need. To find out more and to get access to a ton of free resources, head to www.leicesterkitchen.com. Let's get into today's episode. Marketing for personal trainers often means floor walking and maybe a few posts on social media. Floor walking in itself is not necessarily a bad thing and if you're a new personal trainer in a gym or you're just trying to build up a bit of a an awareness of yourself in a commercial gym as one of the personal trainers then floor walking does have a place and it's a great way to to get started so if you're new to the gym or you're moving into a new gym just getting out there and speaking to a hundred of the members is a way that you're going to pick up one or two or three or maybe even five or ten clients that's great but there's a few problems with floor walking first of all when you do get to that point where you are busy, you're doing 20, maybe 25, maybe 30 hours of PT per week and you're running classes potentially and you're doing your admin and you're doing programming, you don't have any time to do this floor walking. You don't have any time to be spending wandering on the gym floor, trying to spark up conversations with people that you've never met before. And as a result, it means that when you're busy, you haven't got any leads coming in. So when a few clients drop off, you're then you then have a shortfall and you've maybe got a month or two of pain as you go out do more floor walking and get some more leads back in and get some more clients back on your books so floor walking is great when you're quiet but when you're busy you still want to have a consistent flow of leads and you can't floor walk when you're busy another problem as well is that if you're relying on floor walking in a commercial gym you're relying on the gym bringing in new members bringing in and signing up new members that are going to be training where you where you work and where you train from. The problem with this is that you're relying on the sales team from the gym and the marketing team from the gym. So if you're a personal trainer in JD Gym, if you're a personal trainer in Lifestyle Fitness, which is where I used to train, then you're reliant to an extent on how well their sales team's doing. And again, from a business perspective, the more third parties that are involved in your success, the worse off. Also, another problem that people don't like floor walking is, I mean, it's just not a fun thing to do, really. So some people are great going out there and talking to people and just having conversations um, with, with random people in the gym and sparking up those those start conversations. But a lot of times, personal trainers, and certainly in my experience, I've probably worked in gyms with 30, 40 personal trainers over the time that I was I was in gyms. And there was very rarely people who enjoyed it it can feel very salesy, it can feel like you're bothering people, you're interrupting people's workouts and it's just not necessarily a great experience as well because they're not really looking for personal training at that point, they're just in there, maybe they just want to get in and just get the work done, they just want to get a quick workout in and it can feel like you're bothering people and also when you're looking out on the gym floor at 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, you can feel a little bit like a shark circling the ocean looking for people who are a little bit confused or a little who may need your help and now that's a great thing to go and help them but it's not necessarily a great feeling for you another problem as well is if you do solely rely on floor walking a lot of personal trainers who are in commercial gyms want to ultimately open their own facility they want to have their own gym they want to have their own 
their own thing that they can call theirs. They don't want to be in a commercial gym forever. The problem is if you solely rely or you heavily, heavily rely on floor walking for your leads and to generate new clients, what do you do when you leave that gym, leave that commercial gym and you set up your own studio? Well, all of a sudden, 70%, 80%, 90% of your clients are now not available anymore because you used to get them through floor walking. So what's the solution? So floor walking can be really good. It can also be a really quick win as well. You've got people in the gym that you work in and it's a great way just to get some fast momentum, to get some quick wins. If you speak to 100 people, you're bound to get one or two people who sign up for some packages. They may not be the best clients, but they can help you if you're in a bit of a situation. The real solution, though, is to have floor walking as part of an overall marketing plan. So we talked a little bit very at the start of this podcast talking about how personal trainers also do posts on social. So social media can be a part of your marketing plan. Email marketing be part of your marketing plan strategic partnerships holding workshops hosting webinars creating free reports free cheat sheets uh doing additional uh, additional products and services maybe you sell supplements as well maybe you sell um, additional accountability coaching outside of the gym whatever it is you need to have a holistic marketing plan which means that you aren't overly reliant on one single marketing source one single source of leads that could be floor walking in this scenario also as well what you can do to improve the element of floor walking is a lot of times when personal trainers are doing floor walking they're trying to start up a conversation i then get someone to say do you mean yeah i probably do need a bit of help on my exercise and my diet and they'll go straight in for the kill jumping with a free taste session typically that's what it is and then they'll go straight in for the kill with a sale once they've had that free taster session the problem with this is it's just jumping ahead way, way too soon. What can be a much better way to do floor walking and also a much more enjoyable way to do floor walking for you is to actually offer, certainly offer free things, but offer three things that don't require your time and are also a lot less commitment for the, pe- the people in the gym, the members that you're talking to. So what do I mean by this? I mean through free reports, free exercise sheets, free... Uh, free access to uh, a WhatsApp group that you've got, a little private community that you've got where they can ask questions, a free um, diet cheat sheets, a free program. Whatever it is, it's going to be a lot easier for the person who you're talking to to accept that because they don't have to accept a potentially awkward sales conversation in a taster session which they know is going to come they can just say yeah okay i'll give you my email address i'll give you my phone number and then you in exchange for that can then send them the diet cheat sheet or the exercise program or the 10 ways to lose fat without calorie counting report that you've created whatever it is this is great for a number of reasons because one like i mentioned there it's a lot nicer for the person who you're speaking to as well because they don't have to commit to anything too much. They're just going to give you your email. You're going to send them something amazing. It also increases the chance of you converting from that conversation. So if I speak to 100 people in the gym and I'm trying to spark up conversations which lead to getting you booked into a free taster session, do you mean, depending on how good you are, you might get one, you might get five, you might get ten. If you offer a free rep- or if you have a variety of things that you can offer, free report, free exercise program, free nutrition cheat sheet if you can send give offer those out then you're going to get 10 you're going to get 20 you're going to get 30 leads you're going to get email addresses and phone numbers which over time you can nurture 
And then once they're ready and it's a little bit more appropriate, after maybe you've offered them a bit of advice, you've spoke to them a couple of times, then you offer the free taster session. At that point, they trust you more, they know you a little bit more because they've read some of your advice, they've hopefully actioned some of the advice and started to get some progress because of your help. And they like you a little bit more because you've offered something for free, you've delivered on a promise, and you're helping them. You've got a much higher chance of getting them into a taster session in this scenario because they already know you like you and trust you. And once they're in the taster session, their guard's down. If you get someone into a taster session who you've not is the first time you spoke to them and you've sold them on a taster session, a free taster session straight away, the guard's going to be up when you're speaking to them because they know there's going to be some sale. They don't really know you, they don't like you, they don't trust you at this point. So to sell them onto a 12-week training program for where you train two or three times a week is going to be a big ask. But if they've if you've provided some free advice, if you've spoke to them for a couple of times over a, a period of a week, two weeks, and then you get them into a free taste session, you have a much, much higher chance of getting them onto a higher, much more profitable package than if you were to sell them in straight away because they know you like you and trust you more. So they're going to be more willing to say, yeah, okay, I'll go for the 12-week program two times a week. Let's go. If you rush them in, you're going to get, oh, well, I, mean, I, I, I can't afford it right now. I'll speak to the wife. I'll have to speak to the cat. I'll have to speak to whoever it is just to avoid this conversation. They'll come up with any excuse or they'll typically end up going, Do you mean, I'll pick the lowest one. I'll, 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 I'll commit to the four-week one, but I'll just pay as you go. I'll pay every week. This isn't really ideal. And it's a consequence of rushing them through the process because they need to learn who you are that you're a good guy, that you're a good girl, and that you can help them and you and that you can be trusted. And using free advice, free reports, free cheat sheets, free programs is a way that you can do that. Also, with all those things that I just mentioned there, they're all scalable, okay? So when I say free program, I don't mean that you write you sit down and you spend an hour creating a program for someone that you've just spoke, you've just met. What I mean is that you could create three or four standard simple maybe four week training programs to cater to different needs so you could have a strength training program you could have a um, a fat loss program you could have a chest and shoulders program it depends on who your dream client is but create a handful of different exercise programs that you could send out to people as an example of what they could get okay it's also probably going to be better than what they're doing right now anyway so it doesn't have to be fully personalized and you can add that. That's the reason that they would want to come to the free taster session and, and train with you at a later point because they would get a fully personalized one that's tailored to them. So if you have a, if your dream client is typically doing 35 year old mum who wants to lose a few stone, then you can forget about the strength training programs because that's probably not what they're interested in, but you could have, do you mean, Beach, beach body ready ones. You can have uh, little black dress programs, that kind of stuff. Drop, I mean, drop a dress size in fourteen days, twenty eight days, whatever it is. Um, thighs, bums, and tums. I mean, trim abs program. Just throwing some ideas out here right now. Um, but just something like that. Pro variety of programs that are tailored to your dream clients, and you can offer them out straight away. It doesn't cost you a lot of time because you just have to send them in, the send them the program, and also. If you have, I mean, the next level of this would be to get a website or some landing pages where they can opt in um, and you can do it right there and then for them and get their email address and the phone number. Once you've done that, great. Give them a 
make sure that they've received that later on in that day and then just start having a conversation ask them what they were looking to find did they find everything that wanted in there do you mean have they having any challenges with the exercises or the nutritional advice you provided do they want to jump on a quick call a little quick 10 minute call where they can do some Q&A with you basically use it as a starting point to have a conversation and build a relationship don't just rush straight into getting them onto a, a into a free taster session when you're doing floor walking and you'll find your success is much greater and also as well it's much more enjoyable you're going to convert higher and also you've been a little bit more helpful as opposed to just trying to force a sale on someone who doesn't necessarily want it so we've covered a lot today and hopefully that was incredibly helpful for especially if you're a personal trainer in a commercial gym so floor walking it is great but it has its limits one you can't do it when you're busy so it means that when you're busy you're not generating any leads when you when you lose a few clients you then got to go back to floor walking and it might take a week or two or a month or two to build back up because it takes a little bit of time to get going also number two it, you're reliant on the gym to bring in your new members to bring in new members for you to to floor walk with so your business isn't really fully in your control three it's not very fun it feels a bit salesy you feel like you're bothering people and four if you have dreams of opening your own gym or your own fitness studio or your own personal training studio one day, what happens when you leave the gym and you don't have members to floor walk with? You don't have members to sell to. So we've talked also about the importance of having a holistic marketing plan where you've got lots of different ways to generate leads, not just solely reliant on floor walking. And we've covered a couple of examples of how to floor walk in a much better way that's going to lead to more conversions and make it a more enjoyable experience if you do want to keep it as part of your marketing plan moving forward thank you for listening to today's episode i hope you found it really helpful and if you did enjoy the episode please make sure to follow or subscribe and if possible please leave a review it would be massively appreciated if you are a personal trainer fitness instructor or you own your own gym or boot camp and you need some more help with your marketing, please head to www.lesterkitchen.com for free resources, tools, and guidance to help you attract better clients, make more money, and have more control over your business. Thanks again for listening, and I'll speak to you soon.